going to talk Fujifilm today. Last night there were some pretty big announcements that came from Fujifilm involving some medium format cameras. I'm actually going to start with a third announcement though that I'm really excited about and it's something that I never thought I would see in a million years and involves Capture One. So Capture One has announced that they are opening up support for Fujifilm medium format cameras and let me tell you why this is a huge deal. So Capture One was initially designed as the software application that would go with phase one cameras. It would take the raw files, do the color interpretation and it's an excellent application and over the years as it started to develop and mature they opened up support for other cameras as well and these mainly included APS-C cameras and full-frame cameras because they're really competing but the chances are if you were doing a shoot and you were using a phase one maybe you switch over and you use a Canon 5D for some reason on a couple shots that you could actually bring those files in and the colors would match up with the phase one files that you were using as well and it's a it's an incredible software application the color interpretation is excellent I've done videos on that before but they have never opened it up to other medium format cameras. And the reason is, is they're competitors essentially to phase one. So if you shoot Hasselblad, you can't use Capture One. If you shoot Fuji medium format, you can't use Capture One. If you shoot uh, Pentax medium format, out of luck. And they have opened this up now to Fuji, and I think that is a huge step forward. As much as I love Capture One, I use it all the time. I think it's one of the best editors out there. I've done a lot of videos on it, but one of its Achilles heels is that if it does not work with cameras that people own, they're not going to use the software. They can't. And this is one thing that has always made Adobe Lightroom a much more universal application. And you've started to see over the last couple of years that Capture One, I think they're getting serious about it as an editor, not necessarily just to Phase One customers. So this is a giant step forward. And I, I literally thought I would never see this. I mean, they were really opposed to this for a number of years. And so that is the really exciting news, I think. And I'll do some testing with Capture One over the next couple of weeks. I just downloaded the new version today. There's some other new stuff in it too. But anyway, another, another video for another day. I want to talk about the cameras that Fujifilm has announced also. So brand new is the GFX50. And this is a scaled down version of the 50S. It uses the same sensor. Fuji actually say this is a new model with a rangefinder style design. And I want to be really clear, it's not actually a rangefinder. I do like it though. And what they've done is it's about, it's kind of similar. So if you've ever used an X-T2 or an X-T3 and then you switch over and use an X-E2 or an X-E3, it's kind of a similar transition. It's a smaller body, smaller viewfinder. It's got an excellent control layout and it's just kind of a mini me to the other camera. And I think that's what they're going for here. Um, it's got a great layout on it. You don't have the top screen, but you do have several knobs that control things like exposure compensation, ISO, so on and so forth. The back of the camera has an excellent layout too. It's very much Fuji in line or in line with Fuji's XE3, for instance, you've got the joystick, the controls are gonna be in a familiar spot. I have not a, ch a chance to play with this camera yet. I hope to, eventually. I will be the first to let you know when I get my hands on one, because actually I am excited about this. Oh, also first to add Bluetooth connectivity. I don't know if you want to shoot 50 megapixel files and have those Bluetooth to your phone necessarily, but hey, somebody out there probably does. I do think it's cool though. And let me talk a little bit about Fuji in general when it comes to medium format. I have had the a lot of luck in the last year in that I have worked with several different medium format systems. I've worked extensively with phase one via digital transitions. So I've shot with the IQ3 and the IQ3 achromatic. Uh, I have also, I shot with the Pentax actually, my friend David Brookover owns one. I shot with him on his um, somewhat. That is a big, massive camera. It is a studio camera and it really was not of a whole lot of interest to me. When I moved over to Hasselblad, that is a small camera. It is extremely well designed. The ergonomics are wonderful. And that's one of the things that initially 
eventually got me really interested in shooting with Hasselblad and those lenses really kind of kept that going because they are just unbelievably good. My experience with the GFX is very minimal and literally I was at WPPI. This was in February or March of this year. And they had, you know, Fuji had a booth and you could go up and they had one chained to the desk. And I played with it for a little bit and it was cool. It was definitely more of a studio camera. And because it's the same sensor and I really like the Hasselblad ergonomics, that's really why I didn't pursue that much further. It's kind of my job to be up on these, I realize, and maybe that was not the wisest choice in the world, but I just haven't gotten to the Fujifilm GFX yet. I am really excited about the R, the 50R, because I think this is an interesting move. This is the deal with medium format. Most of them are big, like the Phase One's a big camera, they're studio cameras. You can shoot street with them and you can travel with them, but it is a lot of camera to haul around. The other thing that I'm gonna get into when I talk about the 100S in a minute, is that a lot of people, if you have never shot on a medium format camera, it's got a lot of Achilles heels to it. And it has to do with the fact that we're all still using CMOS sensors in every camera, basically it's in production. On an APS-C size sensor, micro four thirds, full frame even, this isn't that big of a deal. But essentially the design flaw, well, it's not a flaw, but it's the design problem uh, with CMOS sensors is that they don't just capture the image, they scan and it goes by pixel. It goes left to right, top to bottom or flipped around. I can't remember which way it is, but they scan. So while you can use a mechanical shutter, and you can shoot at a really you know, high shutter speed, like something like a hundredth of a second, it's still going to take a little bit of time for that sensor to scan. So this means things can actually move in your composition if you're shooting street photography or if you're shooting candidates of people. And so it kind of becomes a little bit difficult to use and you have to use the mechanical shutter with it. Using an electronic shutter creates issues. And also these sensors are not the newest sensors in the world. They're both made by Sony. Actually, it's the same sensor that you find in the uh, the Pentax camera in the Hasselblads and the Fuji films. Phase one is also made by Sony, but it's a different sensor. And it is not the most current sensor in the world. There's no phase detection autofocus. There's no stacking. There's, you know, it's got a lot of issues with it. And so this is what becomes interesting with this is if you're designing a camera to be portable for street photography, it, and the sensor really isn't capable of delivering it. And this is a problem that is uniform across all medium format cameras. Now, what is interesting is this other announcement of the Fujifilm GFX 100S concept camera. And this is basically at Photokina under glass. It isn't realized yet. They're saying this will be available in 2019 at some point. I've got a little ways to go. This will be a 102 megapixel sensor, which is going to be really super high resolution. I mean, 50 is incredible, but when you move to 102, and I've shot with the 100 megapixel phase ones, it's amazing. And if you're going for resolution, if you're going for image quality, this is exactly, I mean, you'll flip out. It's amazing. They're also going to add phase detection autofocus points across the entire sensor. So 100% of the sensor, which is very interesting. The ability to do 4K video, I'm gonna come back around to this. That's kind of interesting and then also in-body image stabilization, which is something that would be very handy to have on any of these uh, because when you're using slow shutter speeds, being able to handhold does become a problem with medium format. It's a bigger camera, it fits in your hand differently and you can handhold a little more steadily than you can on a smaller camera, but it would be nice to have in-body image stabilization. Let me come back around to video. The idea of being able to record 4K video with a medium format sensor 
is mind-blowing. I think that's exciting, especially if they're going to actually not crop and use the whole sensor. I think being able to take advantage of the look of medium format lenses in a video application is something that would really be interesting. I will say this though, the Hasselblad does video, it's not a video camera. Don't shoot video. The rolling shutter is horrendous and it's because of that massive CMOS sensor and the scanning that's going on, that's what creates the jello effect. Um, I really don't know how they're gonna do this with 4K, but clearly Fuji find workarounds for things and they have a lot of stuff up their sleeves. So. I'm really interesting to, interested to see this camera when it comes out. I think the GFX100S, if they it does what it says it's going to do, will be the ultimate game changer. So what I want to hear from you guys, medium format, is this something that's even on your radar? You know, there's a lot of things that go into medium format, uh, mainly the technology being a little bit dated with CMOS sensors. I'll tell you, once a camera company comes up or a sensor company comes up with a global shutter where everything reads at once, Mechanical shutters are over and this game changes, but right now we're all in CMOSville, and so that's what we deal with. And then also there is the expense. These cameras are not cheap. The lenses are not cheap. It's a whole new system. Is this something that you guys get excited about when you see the GFX50R, which is a much more affordable, smaller type body? Is medium format enough still to get you to want to pay the price to get into that, even though it's still cheaper than the others? I would love to know what you guys think. We'll see you guys in the next video. Until then, later.